Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. I'm your host, Tracy Mylercrane. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, and very much a realist. Rise Up in Business is designed to share with small business owners important legal information and some clever tips and tricks in short and sharp episodes, no legal jargon. With this podcast, I want to empower small business owners to rise up and take control in their business. I'll be here every Wednesday to tell you what you need to know without sending you to sleep. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of the Rise Up in Business podcast. I'm so happy that you're joining me again for more practical tips and tricks that you can implement and apply in your business straight away. Today, I'm going to talk about something that's very common And that is outsourcing in business. And what I'm going to discuss is what happens when you don't have written agreements for outsourcing in your business. So obviously in an ideal world, we document everything. So you've heard me talk about business legals and you've heard me talk about the importance of documents for professionalism, for prevention being better than cure. And just to be crystal clear, That reference to documents does extend to when you're outsourcing in your business. And I'm going to talk about why. I think outsourcing in business is brilliant. There is so much to be gained from outsourcing to the right professionals with the right skills and expertise that can really assist us in sustaining and growing our business. But we need to do it properly, otherwise it can cause us more problems than it's worth. Pretty much in small business, what we do, what most of us do when we decide it's time to outsource is we're so time poor, we're pressured and we think, gosh, I just really need someone to help me with this and I need that help now and I'll sort the rest out later. That's okay. It's not uncommon. It it happens all the time. But the problem with that is when we dive into something because we're under pressure and because we just need the help right now, if we don't document it really clearly, We end up in this space where we're at risk of misaligned expectations and confusion around fees and payment. For example, if we outsource to somebody and we've just had a quick call because we know the person and we trust them and we think they're really great and we just need someone to come in and and relieve the pressure now and we have that quick conversation or perhaps a few emails and they dive in and help us in our business and that's fantastic and we feel so much better. But then we get the final product. They tell us, here you go. This is what I've done. Here's my invoice. And you think, oh gosh, that's not what I needed. That's not what I expected. I thought she was going to do this, for example. And then it becomes tricky and awkward and perhaps a little uncomfortable going back to the person that's helped you to say, oh, actually, I thought you were going to do this. That's not really what I was after. And then that person becomes a little disgruntled and perhaps even offended. Let's be honest, once we get into this space of confusion and uncomfortable conversations, anything's possible. And so then not only are we faced with a situation where we have an outcome that's not really what we're after, we've now got an invoice we need to pay. And then what we find is the issues that we're dealing with now have caused us more frustration put more pressure on us because we're already strapped for time in our business, it would have been better if we had have just done it ourselves. That is a common scenario. My view is this. If we're in a position where we need to engage somebody to help us in our business and outsource, 
which I'm fully supportive of and I do it in my business and I'd be lost without the consultants that I work with. We need to make sure that we have a document in place. Now, it can either be a document that you use in your business that you've got on file and you use this when you engage contractors. Or if you're engaging a true professional, they'll have their own, in which case they will say to you, yes, of course, I'm very happy to help. Here's my service agreement or here's my terms of trade, or here's my business T's and C's, and you have a look and you tweak anything that needs to be tweaked, you negotiate any fine points of that scope of works, and you're crystal clear on the fees and the turnaround time. And then guess what? If you get to a point where they have completed the work for you and they say, here you go, all done, here's the invoice, if at that point it's not what you thought or it's not what you were expecting, you can simply refer back to the document. And if you're right, you can say, well, actually, we agreed that you're going to do this and this as well. And she says, oh, sorry, my mistake. And all of a sudden it's resolved and there's no confusion. There's no added pressure. And the relationship's preserved because you can continue on and work with this person. That is it in a nutshell in terms of the importance of having written agreements for your contractors when you're outsourcing in your business. And no, it doesn't matter how small your business is and it doesn't matter how small the job is that you're seeking assistance with. Because like I've just explained, if something goes wrong and expectations are not aligned, you can find yourself in a position where not only is the pressure increased on you, you're paying for something that's not what you expected, and you're worse off than what you were before you engaged them. So you can see in a practical sense the importance of that written document. Some people then say to me, well, Tracy, I didn't have time to enter into a written document, but I do have an email. Is that enough? Do we have a contract just with this email? And the answer is a contract doesn't have to be in writing to be valid. So you can have a partially oral and a partially written contract comprising of three phone discussions and two emails that you sent. Yes, of course, we can construct the terms of a contract out of that. But by the time you've gotten to that point where you're phoning me to ask me about whether or not this is a binding contract... You are already in that situation where the pressure has increased on you. You're now having to engage your business lawyer to help you. The stress associated with and the time that you're now spending on trying to resolve this still puts you in that category of, I would have just been better off doing this myself in the first place to avoid these issues that I now have to deal with. So to do yourself a favor in your small business, when you're outsourcing, make sure that the details of what it is that you're engaging someone to do are properly recorded in a contractor agreement or their own service agreement. Doesn't matter what you call it, provided it's there, the expectations are crystal clear, you know what services are being provided to you, you know the fees, that means that you have put yourself in a position where you have significantly reduced the chances of ending up in one of those really awkward and tricky situations where you didn't get what you thought you were getting, you now have to have those conversations, you have to take your eye off the ball and deal with this, it's not really helping you and you've got someone's invoice you have to pay. So I hope that was helpful in providing some advice and some guidance around the process when outsourcing and just to really make crystal clear for you the importance of having those documents in place when you are outsourcing. As always, I'd love to hear what you think. Any questions, let me know. That's what I'm here for. Catch you next time. That's it for today's episode. Short and sharp, just like I promised. If you liked the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes and I would be most grateful if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. 
As always, remember to keep your business legals in order with my annual legal checklist. You can grab your free copy by heading over to my website, tmsolicitor.com.au forward slash checklist. I'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for listening.